0: gang, everybody as well.
1: Okay, we're going to jump right in and start on our workshop for tonight, Vulnerability is Strength. You're going to absolutely love this workshop. I'm so excited to do it and I'm so happy that we're all here. So, to be vulnerable, um, what we think it actually means and what it actually means. Okay, go on next. Run through these quite quick. So, what we would think it means um, if someone says, oh, they're vulnerable. We can tend to think of a small child or maybe an elderly, elderly person, but actually, the as we all know, there are two definitions of vulnerability. And vulnerability is actually strength. Being able to stand up for what we believe in and say what we want to say takes more strength than actually saying nothing at all. And it encourages us to open up. we move on to the next one.
0: And the next one. So, yeah, it's um, take strength and courage. When we hear the
1: words and advice to be vulnerable, it doesn't mean that we are a vulnerable person. It means that we have courage to be who we are. Vulnerability is an exact correlation of strength. You can, uh, you can tell how strong somebody is by how vulnerable that they can be. Okay, we'll move on. So this is a picture from being a man, which signifies two adults with their inner child facing each other. So the things that we deeply want to say to each other, but we do not through fear of being vulnerable. And we find that this often breaks our communication of not actually saying how we feel or saying what we want to say. It demonstrates the conflict between a man and a woman, as well as the outer and inner expression of human nature, the inner selves, and to execute the form um. Of transparent children, which is all of us and who we are, um, who are holding out their hands through, um, let's see, I'll read out the statement that it says, as it's getting dark night falls, the children chart to shine. let me just let someone else in sorry shine this is a shining symbol of purity and sincerity that brings people together and gives a chance of making up when the dark time arrives and we find that many of us can feel these things and due to uh, not being able to be vulnerable, we're unable to actually say what we want to say Mute everyone, it'll be a second. Bear with me.
0: Okay, there we go. we
1: will right, we'll move on to the next one. So, what stops us being vulnerable are one of two things being highly defensive or extra agreeable, regardless of what one of these that we are, we do not feel safe. And that is the bottom line of everything, feeling safe to be able to be who we are and being able to be our authentic self. So, we'll move in.
0: So, what does extra
1: agreeable look like? So people who are high in agreeableness have heightened capacity for getting along well with others, being helpful and display emotional sensitivity and um intelligence. Highly agreeable people may struggle to assert their own needs and preferences. I'm not going to read all this out. You can um, read it through or you can download it. I just wanted to speak about how we can see the difference in a highly agreeable person, but also in a highly defensive person. And keep in mind that we can all, we can be both as well, but we will more we will more often than not tend to flip to one end of the scale. I'll read out another statement from the extra. What does an extra agreeable look like? Which is agreeable people tend to be emotionally perceptive, empathetic, and they are naturally helpful. And because this, they feel the need. They feel the needs and painables deeply. They are compelled to act through their in, through their intentions. A good the tendency can at times manifest in a form of dependence or an inability to say no. So seeing the pain and the hate and others being empathetic, we can tend to agree more because we can see what's going on. Okay, well, we'll move on. And then we will have a little discussion as well. So what does highly defensive look like? People who are highly defensive are less likely to get along with others trust others or be sympathetic to the needs of those around them. They tend to be less moved by their emotions or perceptive to the needs of others, though they may still feel an instinct to care for close and loved ones. So being highly defensive doesn't always mean that we don't care. Being highly defensive um, can mean that there's obviously a wound within us that has been triggered. It all boils down to safety on either end of the spectrum is feeling safe so i'll read out another statement on um what does highly defensive look like these will also be posted on the best self academy page as well so you can save them and um, those who are more highly defensive are often suspicious of other people and their motives Their skepticism about human nature means that others really get the best of them however they may struggle in situations where teamwork is essential as they expect others will be as self-interested as they are And this is the complete difference in the opposite end of the scale so we talk about vulnerability but then we we don't often talk about how we can get to vulnerability and what this opposite end of the spectrum is and how we're able to move towards balance to be in the center because we will all have traits of both okay we'll move on suppressing our true self doesn't just come from trauma it also causes trauma so not being who we are or being f- or feeling like we are able to be who we are causes trauma. So we must show up as us at all times. Not doing this is abandonment of self, which results in lack of trust, confidence and motivation. When we are fearing judgment, we are thinking our love comes from agreeing or defending or we will be hurt. When we think our love comes from somebody else by agreeing with them, then we are more likely to agree with people. We all have a subconscious desire and need and like and like to to be wanted, to be liked by others. And we heal this judgment within us by liking ourselves, showing up as ourselves and being our most vulnerable, authentic self. Okay, we'll move on. Okay, so when we're looking here at vulnerability, when meeting new people, this is the first thing I look for and how I manfully show up. So if I can't, firstly, I question myself and where I need to grow. So am I being my true self? Am I being my true self? And if I'm not, why aren't I being my true self? Secondly, I question the environment and if I don't feel safe to be me. So Am I around people in, in an environment where there's less judgment, where other people are showing up as they're vulnerable, in their vulnerability? So suppressing ourselves does not just come from trauma. It also causes it. Our only job is to just be our authentic self and show up with whatever that is. But we tend to think that there's these boxes of goods and bads and shoulds and shouldn't, instead of just being this is who I am and giving this full acceptance. Of ourselves, we can overthink different scenarios and different situations of how we should and shouldn't be showing up. And within that, we can create masks and different personalities within ourselves to be accepted by different environments and different people around us. If someone can't be open and honest with themselves, then they won't be able to be open and honest with you either. If they can't sit with themselves and be open and honest, they're going to be unable to have that vulnerability to be able to be open and honest with you. If someone fears the judgment of others, they are likely to change themselves to be liked. And this includes being extra agreeable or highly defensive. So like, we're going to go to this place on Saturday. I don't really want to go, but I'm concerned of what you'll say if I say I don't want to go. So I'm going to agree to go, therefore abandoning myself, therefore affecting my confidence and my motivation and sabotage and really. I'm basically forgetting who I am and creating this different person in order to be accepted and liked in this environment. We may, we may never get to know the real real them because they don't yet know who they are. So it depends on in different environments other people might be showing up in different ways so we can walk into one room and everyone can be deciding what everyone else wants to see so when we go into that room everyone else is being all these different people because they're all assuming that this is who they want to see and this is who they want to see and no one in that space is actually being who they are and we know that people are being who they are by how vulnerable that they can be so they're not overly agreeable you'll know they'll say no that's not really for me and they won't be defensive as in like i'm not doing that you know and they'll more than likely share why they don't want to, which obviously requires vulnerability. So they are either being what they think you want them to be or they are closed and on guard permanently. Does anybody have any questions so far about what we've spoken about within vulnerability and um, the two opposite ends of the spectrum? So defense and
0: agreeableness.
2: No, okay, we'll move on. We're gonna get into some
0: questions
1: so we can really dig deep for ourselves. So on this um, second slide here, hopefully that's (laughs) been going.
0: Let me bring it, oh, there
1: it is.
2: Sorry, let me bring it up. (laughs)
1: people who are highly defensive are scared to let someone in in fear defensiveness isn't strength it is fear and when we see someone being defensive we automatically know that this person is in fear we will find that when we hear once you get to know them you know once you get to know them that means it takes them time you know to be able to show up as themselves and build trust and Working on our own internal trust helps us to be able to show up more of who we are, and we do this by making promises to ourselves and not letting ourselves down. And we don't let ourselves down by abandoning ourselves within these situations and environments and showing up as who we are in those spaces. People who are extra degreeable have learned that they receive love when they conform. So they have experienced love being taken away from them when they haven't done as they were told. And a lot of this happens to us in our childhoods when we've been in a situation where um, we've done something that wasn't right. We might have felt in that situation that we have had love taken away from us because we didn't do the thing that we were told to do, which causes huge conformity within our life. Because we sort of associate love with doing what other people want. And then we can tend to fall into like the tendencies of people pleasing and running around after everyone else. And then we sort of go, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, but no one ever shows up for me. And then we tend to find ourselves in them situations where then we can lock ourselves off and get mad at someone else. Because we've done something for them that they didn't ask us to do. But we've done that for them because this is what we've been taught of how we give love. And we've got this mechanism in our brain. There was a study done so long ago, which is to do it like sound and triggers. So there was a dog, and the dog, every time the dog's food would come down, there would a bell would ring, and the dog would start associating that bell with food. So even when there's no food there and the bell rang, the dog would go over to the bowl because that's the association that he's got and us as humans form all these associations too and it's us asking ourselves why do we do this what's the deeper meaning of why we do this and being overly agreeable is exactly that we believe that that's where and how that we are valued and that we feel love. Deep down, either way, um, we can believe that who we are isn't lovable, so it's not a sneaky thing, it's more as a a fear thing, Um, and we have weight to do, so defense means scared, open means strength, being vulnerable with those around
0: us, choose love over fear, and watch how all our relationships change. Okay, we'll move on.
1: Okay, so this is our first question. So get your journal out. Um, Can you identify where you most have your guard up? And most importantly, why?
0: Where are you maybe extra agreeable
1: or highly defensive? This could be around a specific person. It could be in a certain group, it could be going to a particular place that brings back memories, wherever you feel that you are not showing up authentically as you, where you feel that you can't be vulnerable. So let's just sit with that for a little
2: second. Laura, will you just take the share screen off for a minute? So just
1: have a little write down there.
2: Sorry, this, can I just read it again? Could you just put it up again so I can just reread it?
1: Yeah, or oh. oh, Laurie, would you read it out? Oh, there we go. So can you identify identify, sorry, where you most have your guard up and most importantly why? So it's sort of like when the ego steps in. I'm not having them saying that. I'm not doing, you know, when this when this guard comes up or when we want to run away from something, when we resist something. It's always from fear. Is there any times when you're extra agreeable? Maybe you go places you don't want to go or you say you'll do something that you don't really want to do or someone asks you to do something, instead so they're just saying, no, it's not for me. You'd end up like, oh, we'll see, or you make excuses like, um, oh, I'm not sure what I've got on, or rather than actually being who we are. This is going to help us to be able to get to the root of why we do it so that we can show up more authentically.
2: Is there anything that anybody would like to share on this question?
0: Or any questions anybody's got? Is there anything
2: that's coming up for anyone?
1: Mine is love. I've got my walls right up in love as I've been hurt over and over again. So I'm scared that it will happen again and I can't be vulnerable. Okay. So we're never ever scared of new love. We're only ever scared of old pain. And that's incredible that you're able to notice that gem and have that awareness around that. Because a lot of us will self-sabotage or will make excuses or whatever it is to realize that actually, we're just trying to keep ourselves away from pain. And in doing this, when we do keep ourselves away from pain, we also keep ourselves away from love. So it's up to us to build up our inner trust through our promises so that we can remain open and vulnerable. And the truth is that when we have our walls up and we are defensive in love, we are most likely to attract somebody else who has wounded energies so before we are able to move forward into like a new relationship it's important that we can be vulnerable and work through our past pains and understand that every single situation is new every situation is brand new and every situation we bring things to that situation from somewhere else our past beliefs our past experiences whatever that may be, and it's finding that trusted in ourselves. So we, I'm going to show up as me. And regardless of what happens, I know that I've been my true authentic self. Whereas when we don't, for instance, a woman that um, comes off for any advice on how to work through past pains. Yeah, so um, it's looking at like who and what has hurt you. So it's going over that module. And being able to move into compassion, the likes of like forgiveness letters and things like that, Um, and trying to stand in the shoes of another person. Because until we can heal that pain within us, and we find the courage to be able to let go, we continue to carry that pain around with us. And until we heal these things that are within us, we're likely going to track different situations that are going to help us heal the pain. But that brings us more pain and healing the pain. But we can't heal the pain on our own without bringing in new situations. As um, a woman, for instance, having her heart closed and being like defensive, moving into a situation, which is what has happened. What does happen when we're hurt is we are more likely to attract a man who is not in his masculine energy and is within his wounded feminine energy. And what this can tend to do is, it's a man who's got no clarity, he's got no direction, he's unable to lead, which then forces a woman into her masculine energy, which is then she starts to become more controlling because she's got fear of outcomes, of situations. The safety needs to come in from the male part who are open and have got clarity got direction so that a woman can fully fall into her feminine essence and feel safe that the person who she's with can actually lead and this is a huge problem that we have within the polarity of relationships in society across the world as a whole there is a massive 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 problem with this polarity because we've all been conditioned to um, sort of compete with men and the truth is men and women have completely different roles completely different roles and this was done through the media and um, it was actually done through Rockefeller so Rockefeller um, opened these um, businesses and schools for um, children and women. And they started to put different things out in the media. Women are paid less than men and women are this and women are that, so women started to fight. And this is where the feminist, not the feminine, the feminist um, sort of movement came from, which looked like women were standing in like these rights and things, but these rights were only put there as a play game. And then Rockefeller then opened up schools for children, which then split families up because then all the women started to go into the workforce, but that helped Rockefeller get rich. And it's just this, this constant play in the media all of the time that women are, you know, trying to be in like a a more masculine role and our society as a whole is 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 run on masculine isn't it we're we're very out of balance It's, it's do do go 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 it's not like be and receive so for us to be able to move through into that feminine to be able to attract an actual masculine who can lead who's got clarity who's got direction who can protect and can provide and can be present There is no way that any woman is ever going to get that unless she falls into her heart and is open to receive. Because to get that, you've got to be able to surrender. And to surrender, you've got to be able to trust. And to trust, you've got to be able to build the internal trust within ourselves and to be able to keep these promises and heal past pains. So, yeah, the first step is to heal those past pains. If you want me to do a workshop specifically on on this I can do um because I feel like it's so important for us to be able to step out of ourselves and having to look at the um look at look at males and masculine energy as a lot of men have been told that they need to be something and they've been kept away from their emotions you know the boys don't cry and they've been told that they need to be strong, but haven't been told that being strong is actually being open with emotions and to do this they need the polarity within the feminine essence and the masculine at the moment doesn't have the polarity within the feminine essence. So it would be very difficult to do that. So women have to bring their polarity up so that they can then have the polarity within a masculine. But if we stay defensive, heart closed, we're likely going to get a man who's quite flighty, quite hot and cold, um, doesn't really know who he is, where he's going, probably wants a woman to lead him. And then this shoots a woman's nervous system up throws the woman into a masculine energy, pulls her back into control. And then, yeah, the polarity falls away without the openness of the heart of receiving and giving. Women are natural creators, natural receivers, but we tend to be in our given mode, overthinking, overdoing, overgiven. And looking at these things is is what's super helpful. I am gonna be doing a lot of the um, masculine and feminine feminine on the um, Quantum Jump program as well, um, which is gonna start on the 7th of November um thank you so much i would love the workshop perfect we will definitely do it then um i'd be interested in a workshop on past pain and um, i've got loads going on right now okay yeah we'll do a specific workshop on um healing past pains as well um yeah i can see that a thousand percent okay yeah okay lori would you please make a note of those two workshops and we'll make sure that we um we get them on and um, one of our workshops for November is going to be living in truth which is going to be really really powerful I've done some stories about it and everyone said they wanted it so we'll get these workshops up next okay we'll move on to our next question before we move on to the scale um Lori could you just take the share screen off for a second and I just wanted to just bring us all together um, and ask from what we've just discussed would anybody like to share anything or has anybody got any questions about anything that we've spoke about so far
0: because i've done a lot of yapping but we're going to move more into our questions now now we're all
1: good okay perfect we'll put our share screen back on and we're going to look at this scale now, we all look at what is um, healthy, but we never look at like the extreme of it. And we can often go, I'm not that. No, I'm not that. No, I'm not that. But if you're not that, then what are you? Because we're always something, We're always something. We're not this end of the scale with the other end of the scale. So we've created this scale here that shows the um, difference in um, highly defensive versus extra agreeable. And this getting in the middle of this scale alone will massively impact every single relationship in our life every single relationship as we were talking about them with the different energies and being extra agreeable we will more than likely attract somebody who's quite narcissistic and we won't have um, higher we won't have clear boundaries and we will get people that take advantage of us because we're in that, like, a wounded energy. Whereas when we're highly defensive, we will more likely uh, attract people in our life who um are quite passive. They are quite... They haven't really got an open heart. It's a more of, like, a... A, um, a safest-level connection, because we haven't got our heart open. We've got a wall. So we we... We cannot create connection in any form without vulnerability. Vulnerability is what creates connection. Look at you now in your life, and the more vulnerable that you're being able to be, all the work that you've done on yourself, and the more that you're being able to speak in your truth and stand in your power and assert your boundaries, all this work that you're doing. And then look at the relationships around you compared to when you didn't do that. And I'm sure that you'll be able to see that you've got much deeper connections with these people when you've been able to build up vulnerability within yourself. Because when we are not showing up as who we are as our authentic self and being vulnerable, we're going to attract people who resonate with that version of ourselves, which means that we are just basically putting on a show and with being a character. And then this is how you feel desperately lonely because you can be surrounded by people but none of those people actually resonate with who you really are. And you know that and you feel that in your heart because you are not being that person. You've put this mask on. So they're not loving you, they're loving the mask. And that's how we can feel a lack of, lack of like depth within our connections. So on this scale here, we've got highly defensive and extra agreeable. Can I just ask everyone to pop in the comments where they feel that they are? So highly defensive would be like... Um, we can feel hate quite quickly. Um, and we can take offense to things. We can personalize things. And um, we, we can block people out quite quickly. We can run away quite quickly um, at more of this end. Um, and where we're extra agreeable could be that we could struggle with, and we can be both, um, lack of boundaries, standing in our truth. We can people please do everything for everyone else and not for ourselves. Um, but this all shows up in the polarity of the energy that we're in and the energy that we attract. Thank you so much for typing that into the comments there. I'm both. Okay. I am four and five. Okay. Okay.
0: Three, two and four. Okay. Being in three requires like...
1: everything and we can all still fall on the scale you know none of us are just like here and we we can we can put ourselves in new environments new situations that pull us into these different ways and it's up to us to always bring ourselves back in the back in the beginning am I am I being defensive am I scared of something here is that is my heart open or am I doing this to like make them like me like why am I doing this am I doing this because I want to do it constantly bringing ourselves back because we can make massive decisions in our life, huge decisions that impact our life just for the sake of making someone else happy and realize five, 10 years later, that was totally the wrong decision. And I would have been happier if I would have made this decision. But ultimately, unless we learn these lessons ourselves doing this work that we are all doing here and now, we will make these decisions and we will be in these situations and we will be in them environments and we will get people who attract the polarity or as what we are to be able to help us move through these lessons. So doing this ourselves helps us to get less lessons, if that makes sense. Um, So yeah, quite a difference on the scale of where we all are. Um, Yeah, I can be one and five, definitely vulnerability and we will we will move we will do that workshop on past pain so we're going to move into some, some questions now now that we've spoken about the understanding of what they both are and what they both mean and what can happen i know i've gabbed on a bit i just wanted to cover all the bases and i wanted to let you know that all these downloads are always here for you you just download them you go into your module and you download them and they're also going to be posted now and um, around the same time as when we do the workshop so whenever we do a workshop you can go onto the best self academy page and you can save them if you do do this um, i've got one for food that i save when i see fun food that i want to make if anyone doesn't know about this click the save icon on the post and then you can create an album within instagram this album's not on your phone it's in instagram so you click save the little tab on the post and then it'll say save to collection sorry and then you could just book best self and all these things that you're working on we're going to be posting them all and you can create this album on your instagram um so that you, you always know where to refer back to so you don't just got loads of screenshots in your phone that you don't know where anything is or whatever um or downloads on your laptop so yeah um okay let's get into our questions
0: gang hmm. So, what we've just asked, where do you feel you are on the scale right now and why?
2: Dig deep, gang. I'm just going to give you the little minute.
1: we going to move on
0: to our next
2: question.
1: So the answer always lies within us to reinforce our authentic self. If we show up as who we are, then nothing else can happen. If we're wondering what to do, tell the truth. Truth sets us free and the truth always wins. Regardless, we should always speak like nobody else is listening. Anytime we say something, it should be like no one else is listening. We're not doing it because of, we're not, we're not quiet in our truth because of how somebody else might react to it. Our truth is in not having a fear of a judgment of what anyone else says. We know that we're in our truth when we talk like no one else is listening. Like if you were to actually say what you wanted to say, what would that be? And is that even anything like what you're saying at the moment? why? Being strong in who we are with no difficulty and vulnerability with
0: boundaries. When we let people cross
1: our boundaries or simply don't have them at all, that's when we feel like we don't want to be vulnerable. Boundaries keep us safe. We've got a whole module on boundaries inside your membership, and you can go inside any of their modules whenever you want. Boundaries, um... It doesn't block people out. It basically helps us to feel safe. So if we're feeling scared in a situation like something like what Jem just said about love and stuff like that, I'm feeling past pain and hurt. As long as we've got boundaries, we are safe. So we walk into a situation and we're not feeling safe in that situation. Okay, what do we need to feel safe? These are my needs, X, Y, and Z. Uh, reinforce the boundary and then watch how people behave. You will then feel safe if that person takes your needs into consideration and works with you. But for you to be able to be safe, we have to know our needs and communicate them. There's a whole other module inside um, the membership as well, which is all about communication,
0: being able
1: to speak our needs, As long as we can speak our needs, we're safe. So we just speak our needs and then we watch if people listen to what our needs are. If they don't, that's when we move back. If they do, we build our safety and we build our trust as we go.
0: Okay, next question.
1: How has this affected or influenced your life? So this is in regards to the question that we've just asked about um, being
0: vulnerable. So explore the feelings, emotions, and thoughts that surface. How has this affected your life?
1: For instance, we could have ended up in a big massive row because we haven't been able to be vulnerable and communicate our needs when something that we knew years ago, but we just didn't say. It could end up in a relationship ending completely because we wasn't able to speak our needs. It could be that we've ended up in surface level connection, connections because we haven't been able to open our heart and be who we are.
0: Not being in vulnerability
1: amounts to a lot of problems in our life. The more vulnerability, the less problems. The less vulnerability, the more problems. Because ultimately, it's going to fucking come out anyway. It always does. <laughs> In one way or another,
2: and if we don't speak it, we can build up resentments as well. Okay, we'll move on to our next question. How are you going to make sure that you show up as your authentic self moving forwards?
1: What are you going to do for your life to move you towards balancing the scale? This is so important, we can acknowledge something, but we need to have an actionable tool that we can use when these environments and these situations show up
2: for us. So for me,
1: one of mine was to, when I'm in a situation or an environment where I'm not feeling safe, it was asking myself what I needed to bring me safety
0: and then communicating it in a loving way. That step has massively helped me rather than being defensive or moving away. It's helped me to be able to keep my heart open but feel safe at the same time. Another another example of this could just be in your mind when you want to say no, say no. Don't dance all around the hours as to why. Don't over-explain yourself.
1: Know what's for you and what's not. And it will help if just let's use an example. Someone asks you to go somewhere and it's not really your thing. Journal and out the whole thing of why you don't want to go will help you understand deeper your values of what you like and what you don't like. And then that will help to be able to communicate to the person and not make excuses. Oh, you know, I've got to go to blah, blah, or, or I'm not feeling good or they'll keep asking you.
0: You're going to put yourself in the same vibration as these people. And you're
1: not, you're not in that vibration. So it's then going, it's not really my thing. I like to do X, Y, and Z, I'd love to spend time with you, but I'd love it if we could do
0: something like this instead. This vulnerability and communication is the only way, (laughs) it's the only way to build a relationship with ourselves and other people.
1: Being authentic is, I seen something that was published and then it was about 10 years ago and it said, the goal for humanity in the future will not be enlightenment. It will be vulnerability, it's authenticity, and it's so, so true. Our goal is for us all just to be who the fuck we are, who <laughs> we are. Say what we want, go where we want.
2: Show up as us. We will move on to the next question.
1: Okay. I'm just going to take the share screen off, and I just want to ask anybody if they... Have any questions about anything that's come up? I think we've done quite a lot tonight and I think you're going to need loads of journal and after this, really dig deep and go back over those questions because the work that we do here is the beginning of the work that you do. This is where we get the triggers. This is where we get the little bits of insight. This is where we, we get our light bulb moments and we pull things from, but it's up to us after this to write about what came up for us and why and move forward and go deeper with the questions and expand on it and go back to it, you know, whenever we feel like we need to, if we're not showing up authentic, we're like, ah, I remember that workshop, let me go and find out what that is. So we spoke about quite a lot and I just wanted to ask before we do our visualisation, if anybody has any questions about anything that we've spoke about on tonight's workshop.
0: Feels that
2: serious tonight. Uh I'm also processing.
0: Okay, let's move into our visualization and then we can process through our subconscious mind. <laughs> Don't leave this either, you know, get your journal out.
1: Can everyone hear me on the music? Yeah. Okay. Just get cozy then gang. Mm. Just relax into your seat. Look your nose and your toes. Start to feel into your body. Remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Relax your eyebrows. Inhale. to our body, relax your arms, your legs, go deeper and deeper into your seat. The more we relax, the more we can move through our brain waves, the more we can take in the information of subconscious level. I am enough. I am worthy. Promise to show up as my authentic self, because being myself is all that I need to be. I do not need to be anything else for anybody else. My job is to be me. I focus on how I feel. I am not responsible for other people's emotions. I show with my heart open. I fiercely walk into new situations, knowing that I have me. I express my needs. I am clear on what I want. And this keeps me safe, always. Nobody can hurt me without my permission. Nobody' gonna hit me without my permission. I choose to show up with my heart open because that is who I am. I choose to not let my past pains close my heart. I choose to be like me and never like that my authentic self.
2: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Whenever you're ready, just bring your awareness back to the room.
2: Hmm. I just wanted to let
1: everybody know, and if you don't know, About this page, or you're not on this page. We've just started to post new content that supports you. Um, brand new. Um, just started posting. This is the app. Some of you might have the app page, but it mightn't be showing up on your feed because we've only just started posting content. So please save it to your favorites so it shows up on your content um, on your feed. And there's little little visualizations on there in reels that I put on. And there is your your messages that you get from the app on there as well. Um, At the top, you're gonna see a banner. This is a live subconscious rewiring your subconscious meditation that is going to be on Instagram. So just so you know, if you click on it, I think you can like tell it to remind you or something, just so you know about it. It's very late. It's on um, the eleventh of the eleventh at eleven p.m. So yeah, just get in bed and well do it and you can drift off. I'll make sure that I'm quiet when I, I leave. <laughs> so yeah, just wanted to let everyone know about that. Um, does anybody have any questions? No. Okay. Well, I am sending you all so, so, so much love and please journal loads of what's just come up for you. And know you're going to find some gold in there. And um, we've got an exciting workshop next week with a lady here in Costa Rica. And, um, so it's a regenerative living to all the things that I've been learning. And then, um I was like, oh, please, I just want you to share. And it's helped me so much. So I'm really excited for you to meet her. And um, that's on next week. Um, and then yeah, we've got loads more coming. There is a section in your membership where you can have your say, and I'd love to hear what anybody else would like from workshops. I know we've a few people have just written the comments and we've got them them written down, but whatever you want, um. I'm here for you here to support each other on our journey and if there's anything that you think of that you want then just let me know and we'll do it we can do anything anything's possible send you so much love have a gorgeous sleep gorgeous night and a lovely week love you all bye gang love you bye
2: bye thanks ladies bye bye Congratulations, Helen.